Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of the Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Everybody, welcome to the Are You Listening podcast, where two friends sit down to talk about music for a little bit. My name is Scott. I am here with my co-host and good friend, Brand, on this third week of Behemoth. My friend, how are you today? I'm great. It's a draft episode. You know how I feel about draft episodes. Yeah. I love draft episodes. I love that on this um, thematic month we are having, (laughs) I've been looking forward to the draft episode. So I'm ready to get into this thing. Just as a side note for all the listeners... We have discussed at length the Satanist and Demigod this month. Uh, so we're leaving them out of the draft because, I mean, it would have been our first picks, either one of us, mm-hmm. right? So just just think that those records are on our list already. But we are going to draft the remainder of the discography. We will because Behemoth has 12 full-length LPs out, yep. so we might as well just draft the remaining 10. Yeah, I have a feeling those last couple picks are going to go fast and not have much talked about. Like, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Moving on. Yeah, we're going to get into a little bit of Behemoth notes because, as I said, we've done two episodes of Behemoth already. Uh, if you're interested, go back and listen to those week one and two of Behemoth. And then you can check out this draft or check out this draft and then check those out. Yeah, because we're not talking about those albums, so they're not, <laughs> yeah. we're not we're not spoiling anything about those albums if you ended up here first. Right, and if you want some backstory on those albums, we have notes on those albums, on those episodes. Yeah. Jesus, this is a rough opening for me. It was good until you called it out, I feel. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like you called it out, and that really put the magnifying glass on it, and it was like, oh yeah, yeah this is rough. Gotcha. But until but, you called it out, I think we were all right. Well, anyway, I have a few little notes about Behemoth. We'll get into those before we jump into the draft. Behemoth are an acclaimed Polish group that deliver a caustic cocktail of black and death metal seasoned with a heavy dose of religious provocation. I didn't know we were doing a thesis on Behemoth today, but <laughs> I thought, why a... not? It's the yeah, draft. I guess, so. I guess yeah. get it rolling. Yeah. A leading light in the Polish metal scene, Behemoth emerged in the early 1990s. Both sonically and socially pugilistic, they were criminally charged by the Polish government for tearing up a Bible and emblazoning the country's coat of arms on a t-shirt. I didn't know about the coat of arms thing. 
That sounds like Behemoth. That sounds like Behemoth antics. 100% it does. But also, like, not strictly Behemoth. But I guess I they feel like it could have been... been any punk band at any given time. My thing is, though, I think because they are one of the I don't want to say first. because I don't know the whole history of Polish fucking black metal, but they're one <laughs> of the, the one of the biggest, at least black metal, death metal bands out of Poland. We know that. So that's for I sure. guarantee you. Bibles were being ripped up elsewhere by many other black death metal bands pre. Well, I mean, you it. even brought up the Marilyn Manson thing last episode, I believe. Yeah, uh, yeah where but, Marilyn yeah. Manson was tearing up a Bible, but yeah, and the only person that defended was my uncle. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> the band released their first full-length recording, 1995, Seventivist, to favorable reviews. Subsequent albums like The Apostasy in 2007, I Loved You at Your Darkest in 2018, and Opus Contra Nocturum in 2022 displayed a wide musical vision that incorporated folk music, synthesizers, chorus, and orchestras, while still managing to retain their brutal extreme metal sound. In a lot of these drafts, we do come across a situation where we realize that they maintain a certain sound of their own throughout their records. Like that, yeah. the best bands, the best yeah. bands will, even on a record that sounds nothing musically like them, you can still tell it's them. Yeah. Behemoth does an almost impeccable job at that. Yeah. Note, note that term almost. Record to record, they are probably one of the most consistent bands I can think of. But while trying to rein- not reinvent themselves, but trying to evolve. stay fresh and evolve. Yeah. There is something to be said about a band where you sit down and you're like, all right, this new blank is coming out and you know what to expect. But there's yeah. another thing when blank is coming out, you know what to expect, and it still impresses you. Right. I'm not saying that every one of these records impressed me, but I, I just think it is interesting that they maintain their own identity while also experimenting. For sure. As much as can be experimented, I guess, in black and death metal. Because Yeah, it's kind of hard to <laughs> experiment too much without completely throwing the fan base. Yeah, because you still have to maintain a, I, I, maybe a certain percentage of of <laughs> Satan lyrics or something. I don't know. I never got the Bill of Rights of yeah. black metal. Behemoth get together for a recording session. Nurgle's like, oh, wait, I'm only at 63% satanic lyrics. I need another 3% for sure. Yes. Throw in, throw, in, throw in fuck God somewhere and we'll hit, the, we'll hit it. We'll hit it. <laughs> the group endured numerous lineup shifts during their career with founding singer guitarist Nurgle being the only constant member. But Inferno has been there since like the for third a record. long time. Yeah, I, I think since the third record, we'll get to those records. I mean, yeah. we're about to draft 10 of them. All of them. The rest of their records. Yeah, <laughs> they will all be I, gone. Yeah. You and I haven't talked about this. We don't know what no. each is others going after. There's an idea I have that I think you are going after, but yep, couldn't. Tell. I have a thought process as to what you might be going for. But uh, I I don't know, because like I said, all of these records are pretty, pretty damn similar. There's a few outliers. I don't know what I'm picking because I just don't know. Like two records that I for sure want, but I don't think they're ones you want. Once you break down, once you pull out the scalpel and start digging into these things like super in depth, you can find differences. 
And it seems that those differences are what are going to decide what I like or not based off these records. Right. And but I didn't I didn't dislike my time listening to the discography of Behemoth. But no, there there hits there hits a level where I think three Behemoth records for a day is the limit. I don't think think we did talk about that this week. We're like, oh, I need I need something else. Just like a a palate cleanser. And that that loud wire list that we're going through really (laughs) helped with that (laughs) because Rush being in the middle of some behemoth <laughs> records really helped me. Yeah, that yeah, there were definitely some nice palate cleansers. Meteora was this week, I believe. Yeah, yeah it was. That was that was a good that was a good palate cleanser. I mean, all the records on the Loudwire list this week were pretty pretty helpful as far as that goes. Yeah, when when the Rush record is the one I like the least, it means it was a good fucking week. <laughs> we need to draft Behemoth and in our rock paper scissors before the show. I lost. Your boy came up big with a with a with two blades connected by a bolt. Came I, up with a scissor. I could have swore you were gonna throw rock. Well, guess what? Your training didn't help this week, Scott. So it's because you know what? I didn't have a thought about it this morning. However, I I it's funny. I did have a dream about you last night. You and Tara were in my dream last night. Oh, what'd we do? Anything fun? You came over to a shotgun style house that I apparently owned in New Orleans and the power went out. So we were hanging out, lighting candles. Wow. In New Orleans, too. That'd be voodoo shit. I'm in. Yeah, I was all the way in. Let's make that happen. Let's get this this happening. You you brought a box of stuff for me and I didn't see what was in the box. (laughs) Yeah, it's probably the same box that hasn't been mailed out yet. Probably. All right, let's get into this draft, though. I'm glad I won the first pick because the album that I want first out of what is remaining here. Sure. May have propelled itself to like my second favorite Behemoth record. Oh, wow. This week. Yeah, that I've never heard this record before. And this was one that before. And now it's your second favorite Behemoth record ever. Yes. And it was one that I I thought you may be after. So I'm glad to get this first pick. My what first pick in the behemoth draft is I loved you at your darkest. Oh, God damn it. That, that was one I was going to actually hold off on for a long time. It th- This record, honestly, even listening to it after two other behemoth records, this thing yeah. shined through for me. First of all, the opener, God equals dog with the like child the choir, the kids singing in the back is yeah. absolutely insane. Solve is the opening. With the kids. Okay. Okay. God equals dog has them at the end in that track. Yeah. But the opening is those kids. Yeah. 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 It's wild. They slowed some stuff down for this record. Like it doesn't feel as, as fast or speedy or urgent. Yeah. And then with that, it feels like they somehow worked in negative space. I don't know how to explain this, but it feels like they put some negative space in the record where if there's a little bit of a silence, it feels intentional. Yeah, And it feels like that negative space is also an instrument they're using within this record. I love the production on this one. I love the composition of this one. I think us liking this record is a hot take. Really? A lot of people were disappointed by this record being the follow-up to The Satanist. Man, for me, this is, like I said, it's Demigod number one, this number two. I love this thing. No, I love this record. I think it's really good. Like they, there's, there's a lot of melody in it, a lot more melody than you get in other behemoth records. Yeah. It's, it's very precise 
production wise, but somehow still intimidating. Like, how yeah. do you get how do you get that melody precision and still intimidate somebody with it? I, it? It's crazy to me that they were able to pull it off. The instrumentals in this one are so broad and huge that it encapsulates me like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm held into this thing. Yeah. At the end of the Satan's episode, I mentioned how those last couple of tracks feel like they put a cap on it. Is that was was a Satanist that was I was talking about? I think that's what you were talking about. Yeah, the broad space was contracted so that it felt like there was more to fill it up, even if it wasn't full, because there was actually yeah. a cap on it. That's what I yeah. felt about this whole record. I felt like this record was, as I mentioned before, a takeoff of the final track or so of the satanist because this is the, the the record right after satanist yes the, it, yeah it's right after it yeah this thing was amazing to me i love this thing it's it's my yeah. other than demigod it's the highest rated behemoth record that i've listened to oh well, and wow. i've listened to them all i've listened to them all <laughs> yeah uh this i actually listened to a an interview with nurgle after they released this and he said he consciously made an effort to bring more rock and roll stylings into behemoth for that record that's probably that melody I hear. Then. Like that's that melody. That's that more uh, pronounced so- song structure. So I guess this is this is the situation we were saying where you can't get too experimental because they got a little experimental and added some different then, elements. Yeah, and the the metal community got mad at them. This is a, this is exactly what I was talking about. Like, yeah, <laughs> in the beginning of this episode when I said that you can't be too experimental. They got a little bit too experimental on this one, and a lot of people dislike this record. Man, that is a fucking bummer. But that does sound to me like I can get that vinyl kind of cheap. So I have it. Hopefully more people hate it because I'm yeah. going to hunt this thing down. I think this record's great. I think this yeah. record's fantastic. And that is. is why it's my first pick. In the that, was a, that was a great first pick. I'm Seriously, I was going to save that because I didn't think you were going to enjoy it. Shit. Well, now, that, now I feel like I didn't have to pick it first, but I got to be true. No, you, well, you would have had to pick it around three because that's probably when i would have gone for it i just wasn't gonna pick it first god damn all right well what are you picking first scott what's your first Uh, pick in the behemoth draft i think i'm gonna go with the apostasy okay i really dug listening to it especially because i hadn't listened to it until the first time i listened to it on vinyl okay i found a copy of it on discogs for pretty inexpensive threw it on and just the beginning starting from that instrumental it just goes and then there's so much lyrically that Nurgle does. It, man, he just gets into his bag and like he's a genius at what he does, even if it's all blasphemous. Yeah. <laughs> this was the record right after Demigod. Yeah, that and that's really funny because you picked the one right after yeah. the one I gave you. And wow, that's I think that I they coming out of Demigod, which I've said before, we said in the episode, a much more death metal record as opposed to the black metal that they do a lot more heavily of. Yeah, this one, they added more of the black metal back into it, which is I, why yeah, I fell think a little bit. Yeah, I think that's why I liked it more. This is also their first record that they incorporated a horn section and piano in. So uh-huh. they they did make it more like Also why I liked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In my listening through, I listened chronologically this mm-hmm. week. Same. Um, Same. So, and I even kept our records in it because we didn't discuss keeping them out until later on. I felt like I had my fill. 
I didn't listen to either of the ones that we already did episodes <laughs> no. on. I was like, I'm good. I could just listen to what's left. Gotcha. Um, but coming out of Demigod, I thought that the growth from Demigod to Apostasy really showed me something. And yeah, I think it was because it brought back a lot of the early on black metal influences that Behemoth had going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, adding the horns and the orchestral and, and the keys, I, I just thought it showed a lot of growth, but keeping the behemoth foundation. And yeah. let's not discount here. The drumming is so fast and crisp Dude, on this. Thing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's, it's unreal. That's going to be something we mentioned in every single record because the yeah. drumming is just incredible. That might be the only knock on I've loved you your darkest is he's kind of subdued in that a little bit. But I think that I think that's also because of the the more rock style yeah. that they were. Oh, going yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Inferno definitely dialed it back a bit. He wasn't at 11. He was only at nine and a half. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and there's through the behemoth discography there's basically two dominant vocal styles that nurgle uses and it's that black metal kind of higher pitched fry scream and it's the death metal vocal which he's still predominantly using on this coming out of demigod so that was a bonus for this record for me is he still had that that death metal vocal that that i prefer yeah that i prefer over his you know black metal squeal I guess right. you want to call it. <laughs> right. Yeah, Apostasy was my first pick. So what is your second pick? Here's the thing about their first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Let's say first eight records. Well, it was not their first eight because I'll take Demigod out of it. So their first nine, basically. Yeah. Um, and I, I missed the Apostasy completely. Don't know how it happened. Really? So I had downloaded... When I downloaded Behemoth, when I got into Behemoth, I downloaded everything from, I'm not going to, Storming the Baltic, their, their first record. Oh, Seventivith. Yeah. The whole way to Demigod. And then I missed Apostasy. And then when when Evangelion came out, I downloaded that and checked that out. And that is where I just stopped with Behemoth. I wasn't like against that record, but that's where I stopped. Yeah. But downloading them all at once, I didn't know where any of these records fell in with each other. That was I had a- no idea. That was a task a little bit this week was separating them at certain points, knowing which record stopped when and started when. I think some of me may have been judging them by their album covers because it's weird. Sure. Some of their early album covers, although very black metal looking. Yeah. They still look like kind of modern covers. But then there's some that once they get the really like satanic imagery look kind of cheap and early. So so (laughs) this is one that I absolutely had on my iPod that I listened to that I don't, I slept on it. I don't know why I, Mm. why I didn't care as much as I did, but this time through it really did something for me. And it is Zos Kia Cultus. Okay. Yeah. It is just a straight death metal record. Like th- yeah. there's barely any black metal in it. I don't know how this thing didn't do it for me. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's still black metal in it because it's behemoth. Yeah, right. But I don't know how I missed this one when I had it. I think I was judging the album art because it looks like somebody made it on like clip art <laughs> on <laughs> Word 2006. Yeah, man. Some of their cover art is almost <laughs> laughable. Like I feel I feel bad saying it, but some yeah. of it is just like, guys, come on. I'm really glad they got into the the Satanist cover art. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it fits, but yeah, this this cover art's rough. 
Yeah, there is just some I don't even have a lot to say about this record because I was so astonished that it slid by me. And then when I revisit, sure. I was like, wow, this it's it's honestly a death metal record with some experimental parts on it. Yeah. And those experimental parts aren't even necessarily black metal. There's just like some different sounds, some different tones they throw in it. Mm-hmm. It goes There's, super hard. It there goes are super some hard. Rippers, some fucking yeah. rippers on this. Thing. Yeah. I'm I'm a big fan. As above, so below. And again, it's hard to pull out singles from Behemoth Records. Oh, yeah. Because they all do get together so well. Yeah. But there there's a few that I can pick out from this record in particular that just are are amazing. That as above and so below. Um, and then No Sympathy for Fools is like a rager. I love that one too. Honestly. I I revisit I listened to this one two or three times as opposed to like the one or two that I did for the other record. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because I was so confused. Like, what wasn't doing it for me back then? Right. Like, what what was I listening to that I was like, eh? Is it that it takes twenty five seconds to get to something? Like, sometimes there's a little <laughs> bit of an info. Not like, right. ah, don't need yeah, that. No, don't need don't that. need it. Yeah. But you no, know, yeah. Z- Zos Key Occultus, my second pick. Fantastic. Yeah. Great, great record. So for my second pick. A little bit of strategy, I suppose. I'm going with Evangelion. Uh, yep, saw that coming. Saw yeah. that coming. I love it. I First off, let's talk about cover art. That cover art is amazing. I yes. love it. That like thin line drawing mm-hmm. with with the scarce like gold lettering and stuff. I, I love it. I thought it was fantastic. A great cover. But of Fire and the Void is amazing. And let, let's let's say another thing. The opening tracks on all these behemoth records do something for me. The closers do also. Yeah, the closers are so good too. But yeah, Diamanos or Diamanos, sorry, is great opener. Apologize for mispronouncing a demon's name, Scott. By all (laughs) means. Well, I don't want to get it wrong, just in case. (laughs) Understood. This record is fantastic. This area of growth from behemoth coming out of the strict death metal not i don't want to say strict death metal the more death metal era Mm -hmm. of behemoth coming out and adding more of their old black metal sound and experimenting with the chorals and orchestras and just nurgle's different vocal stylings kind of layering them i love this this era of behemoth so as of now, you because I'm going to add the Satanist onto your you know thing here. Yeah. There's a seven year chunk of Behemoth that you have, like you have apostasy, Evangelion, and <laughs> yeah, and like that seems like that might be your bread and butter of well, Behemoth. I and the one you picked, I love, yeah. I love you at your darkest. I love the experimentation they went to with that. I also thought it was super bold to do after the Satanist, but yeah, yeah like this little space of growing from the death metal to whatever they are now um i think it's fantastic this behemoth they're just behemoth at this yeah point, for real that's they what i think it, it is i think they've realized what they are right in this space I, it's hard to even say they're behemoth because they're nurgle like he's always been the main yeah writing factor like he's right. written most of the lyrics. He's written all the music, basically. Yeah. So he, it, it's it's and his project. I, I want to say specifically to Evangelion, his guitar work on this record is supreme. 
he he is like grown. If you go from from Seventivith throughout, his guitar work just gets more and more amazing. I think, mm. and he, he's just he's he rips, but in a dark, sinister way. It's yeah. so it's so wild. It's it's fantastic. I will say, revisiting Evangelion, I think I realized why that's where I stopped. I think listening to it through this time, I I was like, oh, this is why. A lot of Evangelion is this this fast like wall of sound production almost. Yeah, like buddy. it's it's just it's it's there. Like yeah, and you know how I am about wall of sound now, where it's you're not it's a hit huge or miss. fan of it. Yeah, it's very hit or miss. But yeah. I'm absolutely more familiar with wall of sound production, so I was able to get into it. Sure, I don't. I think back then I. I was just so turned off by it. I was like, there's no entry point in this for me. Like there's not, right. there's nothing for me to get. I can't get through this fucking wall of sound. to get <laughs> to this record, Right. But I'm more attuned to that now. So maybe that helped. I think that maybe because Demigod is also the close. I, th- I think Demigod mm-hmm. is the closest behemoth ever came to having an album that had quote unquote singles. Cause I think sure. slave shall serve can be a single yeah, I, I think Conquer All could be a single. I think because Evangelion goes back to that complete album thing where there's nothing yeah. that could be a single that that added onto the wall of sound said eh, maybe Behemoth's not for me. Right, right and that's that's kind of where you and I differ a little bit. Sometimes yeah. is I love the whole entire album experience, mm-hmm. whereas you you do enjoy singles like picking things out a little bit more than I do. It's mainly just a way for me as if I don't get down with the whole album, it's a way for me to still enjoy it. Yeah, like that's yeah. mainly it's just it's almost like a, a secondary parachute. Like if the album doesn't catch me, <laughs> right, I'm pulling that other string and I'm like, well, I like this. So, yeah, no, I'm jumping out with just a bed sheet. That's all. That's all. <laughs> yeah, the firmest white knuckle grip you've ever had. 100%. Hoping for the best. 30,000 feet with a king size bed sheet. That's it. For my next pick, my first two were kind of simple. Like I, I could, I, those were easy for me to pick. Yeah. We're getting into now where I got to decide where I want to be, where right. I want my draft to go. Yeah. So I got to be truer to myself and Let's I got to go Satanica. Okay. I'm taking Satanica because this is, I think, where they start to lean into death metal a little bit. This is the first record where yeah. you start to hear some of those more mm-hmm. death metal riffs. It, it, it's not quite as punishing and fast as their black metal roots are yeah there's a little bit more melody in this one but it's still death metal driven and this is the one where is this the first record with inferno i'm just looking it up right now i think it's the second one with inferno because i think he came on for pandemonic inclination inferno is on this one he is on pandemonic in in, so so this is the second one it's the second one with inferno yeah and this is the one where i said Inferno is one of the greatest drummers of all time. Dude, amazing. If if this record is nothing else, it is a showcase of what Inferno can do behind the skins. It's For insane. Sure. It's yeah. absolutely insane. He he just never fails. He never lets me down. This album grooves when I want it to groove. It slams when I want it to slam. And it grinds when I want it to grind. It just, it fits whatever vibe I was at at the time. Whatever yeah. I want out of this this album from this band, Satanica does it. It just hits every one of those, every one of those check marks I'm looking for on a behemoth record. Sure. Like, yeah, there it is. There's that. Okay. There's that again. Oh, well, we got some of that. All right. <laughs> yeah. it, it's a very, hmm, how do I put this? It's almost like it's a 
I know the the food pyramids bullshit. Like they yeah. just like, <laughs> yeah. like they've figured that out in recent years. Right. But this almost feels like a behemoth record made out of a behemoth food pyramid. Like everything <laughs> pyramid. I, everything I want from them is on here. Yeah. Nothing is nothing is like exceptionally incredible, but it's all steady. It's all on there and it's it it it'll give me the nutrition. The behemoth nutrition nutrition. that I want. So Satanica is definitely. It's it's also one of the shortest records I have. Yeah. Don't think that doesn't help. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I have to be honest, this cover art, I had no idea what it was. Oh, really? For the longest time. I was like, is that a rhinoceros? Like, is this some kind of like weird animal? No, I didn't realize it was a dude like a demon crawling on the ground, holding a horn on his head. I had no idea. And it is rough. Yeah, it's rough. Don't get me wrong. Like it kind of matches the record. And if you think like 99, that is kind of peak 99. Yeah. We're just getting into digital art, I guess you could say like, we're just getting into that being dominated. Well, yeah. Another one of the weird things about this is this is one of the only records that Nurgle isn't the dominant lyric writer. Oh, is that right? I didn't know that. Yeah, he only is on two of the tracks as a writer, I believe. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, he did all the music. Like, he still yeah. wrote all the music. Oh, yeah. But... Kristoff? Yeah, Kristoff yeah. as... as Kristoff wrote all the lyrics. I mean, all six is the only one Nurgle's credited on, and then number 93 he's credited on. Okay. But the, the rest are Kristoff, and that... I didn't know that until this very minute, but it kind of <laughs> makes sense a little bit, I think. I think that's why right. it doesn't go above and beyond. I think Nurgle is the one that puts that shit sometimes into another level. Yeah. Because he's so fucking out there. Well, like we said, only 63% demonic and satanic lyrics don't do it. He has to throw in that extra. <laughs> so what's your next pick, Scott? Oh, I am torn at this point because I know there's one that I can hold off on. It's going to be my last pick. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Are you staying in the same time frame? Are you, are you just that's, trying to bounce that's around? That's what the same time I'm thinking. Cause if I stay in the same time frame, there's one more pick, mm-hmm. but I do need to go into a different era. I'm going to stay true to myself. I'm okay. going to stay true to myself. And if I get it later, I'll get it later, but I am going to go with their second album. Grom. Now Grom, we had a problem with this week. Yeah. We had to listen to it via YouTube. And I I might be wrong, though. Did we also listen to the remaster? Because I, I don't think that know. I think it's a remaster, which made me curious as to what the original album would have sounded like, because the remaster is fucking filthy. Yeah, it's a, it is. It's, it's rough it. production. It's it rough is, production. It is so rough, but it's that kind of grimy black metal lo-fi production that I really, really enjoy. Oh no, this album has you all over it. It's gritty. Oh, yeah. It's it's lo-fi. It's it's fucking 100%. aggressive and in your face. You know what the difference is though? I love the female vocals featuring on some of these. Okay. Did you that, have any idea who that is? I didn't look it up. No idea. Uh, it surprised the hell out of me. Okay. I didn't expect it. And even with this being only their second record. It surprised me that they were so experimental with the black metal. Adding a female vocalist, doing a whole lot of atmospheric work on this. Big fan of that. It just says Selena. 
like she's just credited as selena that's it okay and there's no like link to her or anything it's she just killed it yeah it fits it, it was fits. yeah it was amazing i had a i had a copy in my cart on discogs and it got sold out before i could buy it but i am on the hunt for it because i want to listen to a proper not on youtube yeah it took me by surprise like i knew Seventivith what i was getting there because i knew behemoth were a black metal band before they dove into their their more death metal stuff but mm-hmm. this one yeah it took me by surprise and this cover art i love this cover art it's because it looks is, like a classic black metal cover 100 <laughs> percent. i love it i like love it, it almost it could almost be like a bathroy cover 100 percent, it could yeah. exactly the only thing is missing is a a dude with a uh, corpse paint hiding yeah. behind the trees back there I have that it's a damn good black metal record. Yeah, it is. But I'm not like here for a black metal record. That's right. what, that was the downside to me. Like what what I'm normally trying to listen for is not a black metal record. Given I liked this, I think it's a good black metal record, but yeah. it's not a super big genre that I get into. Right. Now the closer on this thing is unreal. Yeah. Grom is crazy. It's, it's a so crazy good. closer. I really did love this record. I This would have been a first pick for me, but I knew I had to get some of these middle era behemoth records, and I knew you weren't going to pick it. You would have got Grom, but I think you took it the right spot because if I'm being honest, it was going to be my next pick. Was it really? Oh, Grom, man, I'm Grom glad I picked it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's super It's super good, especially for what it is. Like I, You know me. You got me into black metal, uh, <laughs> and I, I fell. I got you into black metal the same way I got you into Behemoth. I said something like jokingly <laughs> in passing, yeah. and you latched onto it and just ran. That was and that's it. how that's how we got black metal, and that's how we got Behemoth. Yeah, it is, and I'm glad you did. And because of that, Grom is my third pick, and I couldn't be happier. So if I'm being real, yep. we're getting to slim pickings for your boy here. <laughs> like yeah, everything, we're... everything that's left is kind of things that I'm just. I can't say I disliked any of these records, but I definitely liked a, like some a lot more than others. So let's For put it sure. that way. For sure. So I just got to go by my rankings then because I, I rated every one of these. So I got to go by what I rated it. Okay. And my next highest will be again. And I don't know how I even got this high because I had to listen to it on fucking YouTube. Oh, so pandemonic incantations. Yeah, it's uh, that's I actually like that one a lot, but that was one. I listened to for the first time on vinyl because mm-hmm. I made a I'm I did a bundle deal with that guy that I got the apostasy from and he he had that and I was just like oh can you throw that in for a cheap price and I'll take them both so he did a fun thing about this record that it doesn't you don't know this on YouTube and you know I, I don't know if the vinyl has it but mm-hmm. the original version of the album the eighth track is followed by 57 tracks of silence so the outro track is track number 66. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not like that on the vinyl. The vinyl just <laughs> but on the CD version. Yeah, good shit. But that's that's the stuff I'm here for. I love that stuff. This is it's definitely still a black metal record. I think yep. the production is getting a little closer to death metal because it's cleaned up. It's a little cleaned it up. Is, for me. Yeah, it's cleaned up a lot. After it's Grom. it's mixed a little different. There's there's a there's some more chugging in here, which you know I will always get down with some chugging. Oh yeah, but it's still very much a black level a black metal record as a whole. For some reason, it never like super took me into it though. Okay, it 
it, it, I'm going to be honest, it may even have bored me and got a little repetitious at times, but I still enjoyed it. I just like would move past those moments and those moments would probably be towards the end of a six minute song. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like uh, yeah, uh, can we move on? And I think it's because I have that. There has to be an actual name for it. I'm going to sound like an idiot trying to say, it. you know how it's like rhythm or like I have the beats in my head. Like whenever, uh, whenever a chorus is being repeated, it's like boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom. And then you expect it again. Like you expect right. something to change the next. So in yeah. my head, when those are happening, it's boom, boom, boom. Uh, and again, boom, 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 uh, and again. And yeah, I'm just yeah. like, okay, okay, come on. I get it. Let's, let's do, let's go, let's go. It's, it's really good when it's good, but mm-hmm. this one has a really low floor for me. Gotcha. So like when, when it's great, I really enjoy it. Yeah. But when it's not great, it's like okay. it's a bit rough all right yeah yeah this record suffers from i think the worst cover art i it's love the idea of it but yes. man does this suffer from like entry-level digital art it is rough rough it looks like something that you would see in a computer game in like yeah 1997 i think that's what it came yeah I when mean, the record came out, out in 98. 98. <laughs> Recorded in 97? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Scott, what's your next yeah. pick? You got three left to choose from. Yeah, I'm going with the newest uh, record from them, Opus Contra Naturum. I loved the rollout for it. Had it pre-ordered. I kind of knew what I was getting into. But it, in my opinion, coming off of I Loved You at Your Darkest, it wasn't necessarily what I was hoping for. That's my biggest thing with this record is I had such high expectations. Yeah. Coming out of I Loved You at Your Darkest that this yeah. thing, I'm going to be honest, it, this thing disappointed me to no end. The wild thing is, I think we are outliers on that. I think I, most yeah, people I, I'm fine with that. It's are the opposite way. Like they're, okay. they were incredibly disappointed by I Love You at Your Darkest and then super stoked that they came back on this record. Okay, well then, then let me let me feed them something that can give them a little something to chew on that they'll love. Yeah, from the opener, this album feels like a band trying to be Behemoth, but sounding generic and lackluster. Ooh, wow! So chew on that if that if yeah. this is your your return to to your return to order of Behemoth fans. Yeah, I it no, this one did not do it for me. No, at all, at all. I still enjoy it. I mean, it's Behemoth. I can't say, I mean, yeah, I like Behemoth. So I like some of the sounds, but I was expecting so much more. Yeah, I get that. But I think the first taste I got from this was actually a video they put out. Because I didn't, uh, the vinyl didn't come until after the record was released. The record released, like, I don't want to say party because it wasn't a party. But the record release they did was a video on, like, the top of a building doing, like, a concert kind of like uh like the beatles did uh, <laughs> but it's a black metal death metal beatles with them playing up on top of this skyscraper and it just looked awesome and i i still enjoy it i'm glad i have it but it is towards the bottom of my my rankings because we're getting to the the end of their discography <laughs> yeah yeah but i still i still enjoy it i'll still listen to it i probably won't revisit it no I probably won't. I mean, maybe what ten years down the road. I'll gotcha. be like, Why didn't I like this? But yeah, no, it, I don't see it coming anywhere near my ears for gotcha. a while. I, it just let me it let me down well, so hard. 
if I'm being honest, I don't know how likely it is that any behemoth comes near my ears for a little while after listening behemoth to out. them for a full month. <laughs> behemoth out. Yeah, there's a lot of lot there's a lot of behemoth. Yeah. yeah, buddy. We've listened to a lot. So coming down to my final pick, and there's only two albums left on the board. There's only two left. I have a feeling I know what you're gonna pick. Do you have a strong opinion on either of these records? Um like, is there one that you really want? Because it's honestly, I have them rank, rated the same. It's a toss. You have them rated. The, yeah, I I like their their debut better than I like Thelema. Okay, then I'll take Thelema. Thelema 6, it's definitely more sonically back to being dominated by black metal sound. Like, yeah. after Satanica was leaning a little more death metal, they went back. And they do that a lot when you go through their discography is black metal, black metal, leaning a little experimental. And maybe that's what um, I love you. Your darkest was. Yeah. Then they went back. So maybe the next one we'll see a little more of that. I don't know. But the reason that I couldn't decipher where the albums were, not just off album art, but by sound, yeah. like I said, because yeah. they go back and forth. So mm-hmm. this one was caught up in that hard because like that album yeah. art can't tell where that's from. And then the sound, <laughs> it sounds super black metal. There's some really great moments in this. And it feels very well put together. But for me, the production feels off. I don't know if it's because they made it a little more chaos. There's a little more chaos yeah, in there. That yeah. Marches around. And it does feel like they were experimenting a little bit, but not really the experimenting that I want, technically. Sure. And this one does feel L-O-N-G long. I was just going to say that. For me, it's long. this feels long, but it's not even, I mean, it's 41 minutes. That's not even their longest record. Yeah, that it shouldn't feel that long. But it, it should not feel that long. Dude, I felt like I was just trudging through this thing. It was almost a doom black metal record. It, it kind of felt like it. I don't, I don't know why it felt that way. Maybe it was just towards towards the end of the day that maybe it was the fourth Behemoth record I listened to that day. <laughs> um, and we we both know three is the max you can do. But it just it felt so long for me. And I don't know, just coming off of Satanica. I didn't maybe it's because like I didn't feel like there was too much different okay between them but yeah it just felt long and then checking that cover art <laughs> I don't know they they have a they have a grip of records that have bad cover art to throw a positive out there and I am just going to pull one individual track out of here I think Christians to the Lions I was is just going to say that was a good record classic. that's yeah. one of their stone that's and I believe it's probably one of their biggest tracks, too. I didn't, like, do any research to see if it oh, is, okay. but I think it is. Because I, I remember hearing Christians to the Lions before I heard this record. Oh, really? Yeah. Again, that could have just me. I could have been on some weird dude's YouTube page. <laughs> they, like, only uploaded that song. So there's right. a possibility that happened, too. But no, that's, Christians that's to the a Lions is I, unreal. I like the opener for it, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anti-Christian Phenomenon. Uh, that's a That's a solid, solid track, too. It's not a terrible record. I don't want it to seem like I didn't enjoy it, but there are some really, really good songs on here. Agreed. And I think this is one that I would cherry pick if I was re-listening. I don't think I would like I would have a short leash for some of these tracks. Yeah. Like if it started to feel long, I would just skip it. I would just yeah. be like, I don't need that. I don't need to feel like this thing's too long. No. Right. Yeah, for sure. So Scott, please, your final pick. Well, yeah, my final pick, Seventivith. Thank you. I think it's a fantastic debut from an 18-year-old Nurgle with a black metal band that he's trying to show homage to the Norwegian black metal that came out before. Black metal. Yep. Yeah. 
I think Nurgle's vocals on this are so vicious that they almost sound painful at times. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine him going back to this vocal style at Never. all now. I think it's a solid debut. And the production is as grimy as I want it. See, it's grimy, but especially for a debut black metal record, there's not really any chaos for chaos sake on here. Right. It's very well orchestrated. It's very well put together. It's kind of by the numbers black metal. Which I think I appreciate more. (laughs) Like, I don't know, because I know what I'm getting. It's not like, oh, that's off. But that's kind of the intent of some black metal is to make it feel off. Yeah. The big thing for this for me, well, first off, the instrumentals all over this thing, they do nothing there's, for me. I was going to say, <laughs> there's multiple instrumentals on here, and I figured you wouldn't mess with them. But I enjoy it because it lends to the atmosphere of the black metal that I that I like. Which is also, I thought about this, uh, just to, to completely derail the conversation for a second. <laughs> you like the black metal with the instrumentals and everything that's driven by the music. Yeah, I prefer the black metal that would be more driven by the vocals, I guess. The, yeah. So we could also take that into you are much more a fan of metalcore and I'm a much more fan of deathcore, whereas metalcore is driven by the music. Deathcore is driven by the vocals for the yeah. most part. So yeah. I thought about this. I was like, wow, that yeah, deathcore is 100 percent from the vocals. Like they're driven. The vocals are in the front and then the rest yeah. follows, whereas metalcore a lot is the music followed by the vocals. That's true. Yeah, that's funny. But, I've never saw that parallel the thing about this record is there is a little like plucking tune almost at the end of the closer like it's Mm -hmm. just a very simple thing that for i don't know 15 years now i have played that tune anytime a keyboard's around or anything i do that little (laughs) thing and i had no idea where it came from I had no fucking clue. And when I heard it on this album, I was like, oh, my God. Like, it was an epiphany (laughs) of I've been playing a behemoth little jingle (laughs) on like if a a kid has a keyboard, I'm playing it on it. If there's a real piano somewhere, I'm playing it on it. Like just a little a little jingle. Like, okay, so I've been spreading Satan without knowing it. Great. There you go. They want it. That's what they wanted from me. (laughs) Gotta love it. They get into your head like that. So that's the behemoth draft, Scott. That's it. So wow. just to wrap up, I had the first pick. I chose I Love You Your Darkest, Zos Kia Cultus, Satanica, Pandemonic Incantations, and Thelma Six. Yeah. And you and had the I second came pick. out with uh, The Apostasy, Evangelion, Grom, Opus Contra Nocturum, and Seventivus. I'm fine with both. I'm fine with where we got. Yeah. I, I'm, I am absolutely surprised and gobsmacked by your first pick. <laughs> Why? I just I didn't. It. Bro, I did not expect that. Second favorite beam. At all. Second favorite beam. It's so crazy because I know your favorite. I know Demigod is your favorite. Yeah. And I loved you at your darkest. It's such a departure from that death metal style that I just like I was I was going to save that for my last pick. Is it maybe that because that is what? Nine, ten records into their discography? That's a lot. Okay. Well, I didn't yeah. listen to Satanist. I didn't listen to Satanist or Demigod. So Oh god. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that because it was more of a depart yes, it's a departure from the death metal to a point, but it's more of a departure from the black metal. Maybe that's what I needed and that's what I latched on to. I don't know that that's true because of the all the the breathing you said that's in that record. Those yeah. little like not dead air, but like the negative space. The negative space 
yeah. lends more to the black metal, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I can't I, explain I, it. I'm not here to explain it. No. <laughs> I don't know. Please Actually, don't. That, that's, that's kind of exactly why we're here, but I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> Yeah, don't. I was gonna say, don't deep dive into your reasoning for it because I'm just glad yeah. you picked it. I I think it's fantastic, and I, I loved it. I'm kind of glad it's a hot take too. I'm kind of. Glad I was gonna say, take. I'm glad I'm here to give hot takes <laughs> because <laughs> uh, if anything, yeah. if uh, there it's is what a we Metallica do. behemoth fan out there. They hate me. <laughs> they hate me. Holy shit. <laughs> All right, Scott. Behemoth was yeah. basically all we listened to. But <laughs> what what else? What else were you listening to? What were you able to squeeze in as a record of the week? I am picking the newest Logic project that came out, College Park. I okay. really enjoyed this. Um, I saw it was, was on there. There's a lot of features on there. Red Band's on there. A Static Select is on there. A couple other features, but the feature surprised me. And there's a storyline for it. It's uh, th- like an underlying storyline of him and his group um, going to play a show in 2011, kind of like okay. the the beginning of his popularity. He, and he was talking about playing a show to 150 people and being so stoked that the room was filled with 150 people and seeing where he goes in his career path from there to where he's playing like arena shows and stuff. It was it was cool. It was, uh, I just think it's great. I, I think it's a fantastic project. I wasn't a huge fan of Vinyl Days, uh, the one he yeah. put out last year, the year before. Wasn't Vinyl Days also the one he said was his last record? Like, hasn't he done that like three times? Yeah, yeah, he has. It's all right. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 yeah he's a musician. I don't care what you do. I never I believe anybody when they say it's their last project. And I'm really glad Vinyl Days wasn't Logic's last project because <laughs> uh, that would have disappointed me. Uh, but this one, this College Park, I really, really enjoyed. I really mess with a lot. It's super good. Good shit. My yep. record of the week might be the opposite of what yours is. Harkening <laughs> uh, back to my love of Deathcore. I might as well just yeah. you know, throw it out there. My This came out late February. And okay, it is the band To The Grave. Mm. And it is their record director's cuts. Okay. And the whole it's it's not a concept record, but basically the whole idea behind it is like anti eating animals and about the the animal industry okay, and about like how they're treated and and almost like the world is apathetic towards these animals getting, you know, treated the way they are. So it's yeah, it's being against the violence towards these animals and then also the apathy towards the violence against these animals, which (laughs) okay. The first time I listened to it, got none of that because it's a fucking deathcore record. It's <laughs> right. so it's sometimes so hard to pick up on these things that they're doing. But revisiting sure. a couple times, reading through some of the lyrics, I fucking love this thing. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. It is crushing. It's punishing. It's a deathcore record. So you know what you're going to get. You're going to sure. get some fucking breakdowns. You're going to get some fucking mosh call outs. And it's going to oh, be yeah. a good time for everybody involved. And then you add on that extra like humanitarian almost. Unless you're a meat eater. yes you almost add on that other level of like and i'm not against people who eat meat let's say that off the bat also i hope like i i I don't eat meat but i'm not against people who eat meat yeah but just when you add that little extra oh like you care about something 
Yeah. Like, yes, this is a deathcore record, but there is some intent and there like sure. you care about something. I'm yeah. on board with it. Yeah. So that that kicked it up a, a couple more notches for me also because it's it's a good deathcore record. But yeah. when you add the message, it's a better deathcore. I'm record. a big fan of messaging through music. I think that's one of the best ways to get a humanitarian ideal out to people. I don't know if a deathcore. I don't know if deathcore is the genre for that. Though. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> I'm not sure that message is getting out there with a deathcore record. Well, but did I mention they were Australian? Because I think that plays into it. One hundred percent, love it, <laughs> love it. But I do appreciate when bands uh, do stuff like that. I, th- I think mm. it's great. I think it's great. And even though I'm the demographic they're against with that record uh i appreciate the sentiment and uh their feelings towards their subject i would say i don't think you are the demographic because i guarantee you you've at least thought about how the animals are treated and shit like oh yeah i I hate how chickens and cows are treated in order to get the product that i enjoy eating um, but I can't stop myself from eating meat because I just love it so much. But I think that they are more aimed at people who don't think about it and don't care. And sure. even if they have thought about it, they don't give a shit. Like, I think yeah. that's what it's aimed at. I'm, I'm also, definitely not that person, but yeah. yeah. So I guess the only thing that's left is to say what we're listening to next week. Yeah. Uh, we are following our behemoth. We are listening to the Sun album Flight of the Behemoth. Now, oh man, I don't know if you know anything about Sun. Oh man, I, I know that this record is five tracks, yeah. fifty-one minutes long. I, I know was that. Just gonna say, I don't need to know anything else. Yeah, they're they're a doom metal band. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's gonna feel long because I also looked up the track listing, and holy shit, we've got some long songs to listen to this week, and also. On Amazon Music, they have like their top albums are ranked basically by how many people listen to the albums, and oh, okay. you have to scroll. You have to scroll a little bit to get to this one. Oh so no! I, so this isn't I, even a Sun fan I, album. Yeah, I don't think it's even one of their like big ones. Well, okay. Well, for us, it was either this record or like some jazz fusion record that we could. We agreed. Picked. We and agreed. We're not smart enough. We're not smart enough to do jazz. Well, this is their second studio record, huh? Yeah. I, I did see that. It's their second album, although it's like called Three Flight of the Behemoth. Oh my God. Guess what? What? It, on Wikipedia, it doesn't even show there. It doesn't, it doesn't, it shows the genre, but it's not even doom yeah. metal. It's even worse, Scott. Oh no. Drone, Is it drone? It's drone, drone metal. metal. <laughs> oh, we're in for it. We One are. One of us is. In One of it. us is. One of us is definitely in for it. I've never listened to Drone before. Oh, is it gosh. what I think it is? Like, is it electronic-y too? Slow tempos. Slow tempos and long duration of Drone. It's associated with post-metal and experimental metal. We're doing it. Yeah. So hopefully next week when that record, when that episode comes out, hopefully the person who listened to Metallica, the person who listened to Behemoth doesn't like Sun also because I will be on their dartboard throwing darts. <laughs> like they will be throwing darts in my face because holy shit, man. It's, it, maybe I'll it enjoy might be it. Rough. I'm going to go into it trying to like it, but. Oh, man. I definitely am. I mean, we mm-hmm. do that with, with everything we give each other, but I've, I've never listened to drone metal before. 
I hope I love it. I hope maybe I just fucking love it. Is it going to be shoegazy, maybe? I don't know. Dr- what does drum I, metal mean? We'll figure it out. I enjoy shoegaze. I like that. I like Deftones. <laughs> <laughs> so look out for the Sun record, Flight of the Behemoth, next week. All right. Follow us on Twitter at AWALPod. Follow us on Instagram at AWALPod. Send us an email at areyoulisting.podagemo.com. Join the Facebook group. Link will be in the show notes. Listen to all the Joy Road Media podcasts. Scott, thank you for the podcast. Thank you for the episode. Thank you for the friendship. Thank you for Behemoth. Uh, we're almost there. We're almost finished, and then yeah. we can take a nice a nice vacation from Behemoth for a little bit. We're going <laughs> to jump right into Britney Spears we're and gonna do something wild. <laughs> I should. I should just bring you just some wild pop shit afterwards. But listeners, thank you for listening. Yeah, uh, all the time. Thank you for listening. And it doesn't matter how you're listening, just that you're listening. Not just to us, to music as a whole. Yes. That can't be said enough, I don't think. Thank you for Agreed. appreciating music. And however you feel about it is correct. Like what we say should not right. dictate what you listen to at all. This is just yeah. two guys with opinions voicing yep. them to each other. 100%. What you, what you enjoy, you enjoy. And that's it. We we love that you enjoy it. Yeah. Even if I hate it. Like it's <laughs> Are you listening? Are you listening? Apologize for mispronouncing a demon's name, Scott. No, I'm jumping out with just a bed sheet. That sounds like behemoth. That sounds like behemoth antics. I know the, the food pyramids bullshit. Black metal, death metal, Beatles. Okay, so I've been spreading Satan without knowing it. Great. I can't stop myself from eating meat because I just love it so much.